happy Sunday. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you had a great week and I hope that you are keeping your mental health in check. Cause like right now it's real bleak and you cannot believe what they putting out there. You got to serve and eat the things that you want for yourself. So make sure you keep that mental health tight. And today our topic is earned it. And on the grill, we talking shark hours. And you know, I love setting up every episode with a quote that lays the groundwork for interesting and a provocative conversation. So here's the quote. I pray you judge me by my heart and not my mistakes. And that comes from our special guest today. So I'm having to elaborate a little bit with that and let us know what he really talking about. And I think that that sets us up nicely to talk, express, relate, and connect with our special guest today. Little Lee is in the backyard. <laughs> What's going on? What's up, man? How you doing? doing real good it's definitely a pleasure being here yeah i'm glad that you're here man you got a great smile so you know i mean me and you we will be killing the game with the smile yeah because <laughs> i go wide too baby because smile yeah. is it that makes me smile inside kind of so you know i've been smiling all the time yeah um, always catch me smiling it's hard to even act mad when i'm around people because i'm always smiling for some reason yeah <laughs> You got a good vibe though, man. So what you been up to? Uh, just lately working like music every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. The music like you can, you could halfway give it your halfway and do other things in that school, but it's going to come out halfway with music. So I was like, I lately I've been locked in this music 24 seven. Yeah. That's the way down, again, in the studio, releasing projects. So working, working. Yeah. Yeah. Building myself. So where are you from? Are you from DC or you just grew up there? Where are you from? Tell yeah. us a little bit about I'm that. I'm from Washington, DC. I'm oh, from okay. Washington, DC, uh, Northeast. Mm-hmm. Um my mom, she moved around a lot through Maryland. So I kind of got like the best of both cultures, um, from DC and Maryland culture, just being able to, you know, adapt in a whole lot of different places, being with my mom and then being in DC with my dad. Right. It helped me so. Um, but I'm from Washington, D.C. Born in Washington, D.C. Cool. Are you political? <laughs> it depends how political, like what we talking about political, you know what I mean? Like, said you, you, it's right in your backyard. So I know throughout your life, there were times when you had to pick a side. I can't see how you could be free from that. So. Yeah, you, you, you said pick a side like like Democrat, Republican, you know. You oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm, a, I'm not like I don't know. I'm not too much in it all, but I am a Democrat though. Oh, sure. Okay, I am oh, a Democrat. Stay down like, with I'm the Democrat. Democrat. Me too. I got a D in front of me too, because I mean, I need some help, man. I need yeah, help. Yeah, <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> Yeah. For the culture, man, we for need culture, the help. Man. For the culture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So did you vote this year? I mean, yeah. is it this year? this year? I don't know. It was last year, 2020. Man, it just feel like we lost a whole decade in the house, COVID. man. The COVID. It was cool to me. Though. I would stay home either way. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it looked so, like you had your mental health right because you still smiling and gleaming and giving and giving off that positive flow. So yeah, I try to keep my mental. I, I you know I seen it like in my lifetime some things happening. Um, it just made me who I am today. So I always try to keep a smile going on. I yeah. see you know seen like like you said mental health therapy and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all for it. like a lot of my I got a lot of my friends to go to get therapy. And, things like that that's just, good stuff you no know, talk but yeah definitely from especially when we from i we need it we need to be heard like somebody need to be need to be able to talk to somebody yeah and somebody that's gonna listen not try to jump in there and tell their story can i just tell my story <laughs> you know example of your story like i'm you know I, we don't we don't we don't like we need to be heard yeah yeah that's in our culture to be heard. We was never meant to be silenced. And I think that that's why we have so much angst inside of us. Cause look, I got something to say now, whether or not you believe in it, it's very important that we convey our ideas and make sure that our perspectives are heard regardless. So we don't know if like, like we don't know if we don't, we couldn't say we was doing right or wrong by not, we're not talking, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it's no way. I feel like when I was going to things, there was no way for me to heal it. Yeah. The only way you can heal it is if you say it and, and speak it out and talk it out, you know? Yeah. That's the only but way. I definitely, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely working on my working on my mental like through this COVID. It's 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 challenging, especially sitting in these houses all day. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, the reason why it's tough is because you know, little leak, we when we're alone, that's when we have that time to look at ourselves, our victories, our mistakes, our our trials and tribulations and circumstances. And man, the mind is a tricky thing. Like you can convince yourself that you ain't worth a nickel, you know, just being in a room by yourself. So you gotta make sure that you just keep yourself in check with how things the things that you do and how they happen and what part you played in them. I think that that helps me out a lot to be able to really swallow some of the mistakes that I made is by being able to confront them and say, okay, Lise, what part did you play in this? I played the villain, <laughs> you know, and, and be able to see beyond that moment and see that that was a mistake. And I'm not interested in playing the villain in the next story that I get an opportunity to. Right. You know? So yeah, I took time to reflect on COVID. Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't do that, man, you you taking a lot of pills right now because <laughs> to keep that mind on shutdown. Mm-hmm. I do know a lot of people that have found other ways to talk to themselves by over lubricating one system. You know, um and so you know how that runs ragged in our culture. I'm not saying that it doesn't in others, but I only know about my own and I'm really interested in my own. Yeah. You know? I used to work in a, like, a place here called, when I was younger, um, called Southeast. Mm-hmm. Um, Southeast DC, if you're not heard from, if you're not from DC, you might not have heard of DC, or if you heard anything about DC, besides the White House, you might've heard of Southeast. But um, I worked there for a minute and it was just I uh, opened it to me how how so many like people just don't know you know what I mean yeah like, they just don't know it don't even be that they uh 
like stubborn or the way people like to say ignorant or anything like it's just they literally just don't know so we come from like definitely seeing our <laughs> like you were saying um seeing our people our minds can go crazy places just from not having no expansion of what you can do or your potential you know what i'm saying mm-hmm or get the opportunities, you know, because yeah. we're the last one to learn about it. By the time we know about it, the bag's empty. Like exactly. even like some of these policies, by the time we realize about it, it's like, oh, we're currently at all funding. It's going like, well, what are you talking about? The funding is for me. How are you supposed to, how are you out of it? You know? <laughs> I mean, man, the game ain't fair. Nah, it's not about me. Nah. So let's talk about how did you get into this music industry, hip hop? I've been in the hip hop, I've been in the music for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. Since I was about, probably about like 12 or 10 or 11, like I just been into music. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in middle school, I played the saxophone. Okay. And um, I know I was going pretty good, be pretty good with saxophone because in middle school, I couldn't read notes. So I would have to write the actual lyric under the note to know how it sounded in my head because I couldn't read the scale. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't read it. So uh, as I got older, probably by like ninth grade, I was just like, I'm going to high school. I play basketball. So I'm like, I'm the cool guy. Like I can't be walking around with a big saxophone all day in high school. Like that was just me. Now I would do it because I'm a musician. Like, but back then I'm younger. I'm like, I'm not even, I don't want to do that. Like nobody gonna, you know, I can't talk to nobody with this big saxophone. So I put it down. I started doing more rapping myself. Okay. And um, for just a long time, just been on and off rapping. But now it's like these last couple of years, I've kind of been like going in, going hard, putting the work in, perfecting my craft, investing in my craft. And uh, we kind of got to where we are today. <laughs> yeah. So do you ever think you would pick up the saxophone again? Do you know how sexy and dope yes. it is? Do you could be the oh. new Pied Piper of DC sure. with that I'm sucker? You need to pick it up, man. I'm definitely picking the saxophone back up. I just picked the uh, piano back up. Cool. I engineered my own music, like so. I'm definitely picking the saxophone. That's something I gotta have, like something to be able to do. I might want to pull out for an old lady or something, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> We would love to hear that, man. I even like a rap song with the sax, you know, sort of, you know, leading the, the the feeling and the flow of it. That would be dope, dude. And you'd be just the right person lyrically that can kick it with a sax. Yeah. Yeah, nah, you, you just put me on to something. I might got to find a, a, sax, a sax-led uh, beat and, and get on it. I'm going to say it was from you. You inspired it. Yeah, dude, you would be dope doing that. You so would, because I love how playful your voice is. It's it's like, when I say playful, not funny, he, he, ha, ha, but in terms of entertaining, it's like you bring us along with you, man. Like, I feel like I'm in a car with you when I listen to music, <laughs> like right beside us, me and little Lincoln, this motherfucker, you know what I mean? It just feels so good. So to have like that laid back of the saxophone and the sex that it oozes and initiates along with the gravity and the playfulness in your voice and the way you like to play lyrically, man, we be behind you like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Go ahead, do that, man, do that. 
So I want to talk to you about some of your older stuff because I looked at your older stuff, man, and I just really like your progression, man, the way that you've worked on yourself lyrically and the way you present yourself. I see a huge difference from 2018 to now with your new stuff. So let's start with like 2018 with your with self-made. And what really compelled me about this record, what I really liked about this song was that line where you said, let my mother down when I ain't get the cap and gown. <laughs> I mean, because, <laughs> I mean, Go ahead. you know what I mean? Because how important is it for us in our culture? Like the graduate high school is like everything. Mom is like, we made it. So tell me about that song and how it came together. And did you get that cap and gown from mom done, dude? Uh, that song came together. That was self-made. Yeah. That came together. That came together. <laughs> uh, if I can remember for sure, that came together like just in the studio. We used to be in the studio 24-7. Just even not even recording. Got the Xbox in there playing the game. Mm -hmm. uh, with the guys and we just, he came over, just did it. So, oh, matter of fact, a guy came over, a guy came to the studio. I never met the guy before. Mm -hmm. And he liked music. And like, and I think he the one that made the beat. He was like, man, let's put something together. And that same day we did it. And I didn't even think nothing of the song. Right. Because, you know, you just meet a guy. You just, you know, it was like some same day type thing. So I got to hear it a couple more times. To understand if it's gonna be really that good because it might just been in the moment mm -hmm. i like this i definitely shoot a video to it but um that that bar yeah that, i did get my gd and i did get my high school diploma yes i, I dropped out i think at 17 mm -hmm. 16 or 17 years old and then i got my gd and high school diploma at about 21 20 years old that's good stuff, man, because we got to keep mom happy. You know, she yeah. gave it all up for us. And it's just funny because it's like you drop nuggets of sincerity in your things or in things that really might bother you or may not be completed. But it just seemed like every song has that little nugget. <laughs> Something that is, yeah. Yeah, I like that though, because that's that's saying to all of us that we have things that we still need to obtain. We have promises that we made that we still need to fulfill. Yeah. And we got to keep those things in front of us so that we don't forget how precious those things are to complete in our lives, you know? And I know your mom did backflips when you did that. Yeah, and she was on for a long time about it. <laughs> Just being young, I was just like, I'm, I'm not thinking about that, mom. I'm like, come on, but, um, I got. She she was she wanted to throw me a graduation like a high school and all that dinner and everything. Like I graduated from high school. I'm with it though. <laughs> yeah, but the cool thing about it is, it's not something you forgot. It was something that you made up in your mind that you was going to finish when you were ready for it. And we yeah. got to be honest with ourselves about what yeah. we're ready for. We can't let nobody walk this dog but us. You feel exactly. me? Like, you know, we got to be the owner of our own leash, man. I want to yeah. walk this dog called Lisa. Like, I want to walk that dog called Leek because I need to do it when I'm ready, yo. I'm going to do it. I got you because I'm dropping nuggets reminding myself. Yeah. 
So that's what like I get. Like I'm still calculated. I'm just getting everything balanced, everything together. Yeah. And you went back and did that thing too, man. Shout out to you. About five, six years, but I did it. Yeah. It don't matter the time. It matters that you did it. We need to stop placing time limits on things for ourselves. Yeah. You know, we, we, I think that that just adds another layer of anxiety that we don't need because we know when it's right for us and we want to be able to get the most out of it. And you can't get the most out of it unless you're present. You just can't, Yeah. you know? So, like I said, I've seen so much growth in, in you, in the way you present yourself, the way you flow and the way you translate, you know, um, visually. And I just think that you have done what you needed to do to earn it. Thank and that's you. why the, I, the topic had to be earn it because I'm seeing your growth and I'm like, man, I love Lil Leak because he's earning it. He does not want it handed to him. It's like there's a difference when somebody hand you something versus you feel it within you when you make those steps. And that's what I feel has happened with you, your progression, you know? Do you feel like, that? Yeah, I was about to say that's 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 what it was. I mean, I don't really take it like um I don't really take it all the way as like saying like oh, you didn't work for it because it's a handout, but I do feel like you learn more you learn to love yourself more you trust yourself more when you like you said put the work in like you, you i trust myself in the room opposed to somebody giving me something and i'm like i don't know how to do it now nah, but in that same room i trust myself doing that thing because i you know i put the time in and learned the lessons failures and disappointments with it yeah yeah and you've done that let's talk about your current single which is hot i love it i love the video everything that wax on wax off man how did that song come together and i even like the concept of concept of the video it is so hilarious it's so good the wordplay lyrically is just great you are just doing your thing. So let's talk about how the single came together and then how the video came together. Uh, so the single came together. I got a guy named TZ. He produced it. Okay. Uh, he's from Washington, D.C. too, back home. Uh, he just He's one of my friends, too. You know what I mean? So like other than him being a producer, he's just one of my close friends. So we just got in the studio like any other day. And... Today, I was, that particular day, I was just feeling like I just wanted to say a few things, you know, like some with a sense of humor, but still say some things that's raw, that's real. Um, and as he was making the beat, I'm just like, yeah, this is, this is somewhere enough. This is good enough. Like, I just started writing bar down, bar down, bar down. <laughs> Everybody, and I put the hook together. Um, the hook go like, it's, I gotta keep it trill, wax on, wax off. Then, um, I gotta keep it trill, lights on, lights off. Mm-hmm. Wax, wax on, wax off, meaning I'm um, like putting something on wax. Like when I'm in the studio and I'm rapping on a mic, I'm putting it on wax. Like right. that's just a term. So I'm saying like, I gotta keep it trill, like trill as in real, like I gotta keep it trill myself, like on wax and off wax. Like whatever I'm saying in this first and second verse, I'm gonna say the same thing off this song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Outside of this song. 
And then the video, it just came together because um, the song basically, you know, wax on, wax off. And I always liked the movie to watch. I always wanted to do a movie like the movie to watch. Like, I always want to do a video. Right. And I just having to literally just be having to watch it because it's one of these parts on it, my favorite part. And I seen a clip and I said, I got to watch it. And when I watched it, I was like, wow, this sounds like a wax on, wax off video right here. Like, so I hit uh, Chastity, director. She's also with me here. And um, we just put it together. Like, I sent her the clip. I said, I want to shoot something like this, something where it's, relatable um anybody that ever worked has dreams so this is just something to me like i feel like this could be so nice a special movie and uh, that's kind of how that came together a lot of people in the movie in the video are close friends um jerome we had drawn from martin he, they're from here they called the party crashers they're from here so a lot of people in the video was just people just showing support and you know been around like good people. Yeah, man, and it fun. felt that way. Yeah, it was real fun shooting. It was like a big party, block party. Yeah, man, it just felt so good. And then when I seen y'all had Rome and Rome, I was like, oh my <laughs> God, I was crying laughing in there. <laughs> and, uh, I really love, like you said, the sincerity of it in terms of saying wax on, wax off and that being the same as lights on, lights off, meaning staying in it, you know, and and being true to the things that you do, not just being insignificant or not being consistent in your get down. And that's what I think just translates so nice with it. And then you guys, the wordplay is so nice and the flow so nice. You see me right here. I'm just sitting like, this is so nice. Like I just kept on playing it. Like, man, I want to be in this video. Like, you know, I mean, it really felt good. They did a good job uh, on shooting that and everybody really that was in it did a really good job especially you and i think right now man we need that type of music we need that song and that's why it's doing so well for you because we want to learn to laugh again you know i'm tired of shooting people in my music you know what i'm saying little league (laughs) i'd rather pick somebody up have them laugh you know and with that same theory wash on the positivity and wash off the negativity same thing yeah we ain't got nothing like that right now except your record and we love it and i know it's doing good and i know it's going to be well for you man because you could pull it off yeah you could pull it off lyrically and still be taken seriously that's a different thing and you got that gift, man, that you can pull it off lyrically and, and finesse it in a way that, like I told you at the top, where everybody want to be in the room with you. You exude that, come be with me because I got you. Not come be with me because I'm using <laughs> you. You know what I mean? But I got something for y'all. And we yeah. want it, Lee. We want it. So, man, I love that. I love it. I love it. But I wanted to ask you, uh, why do you feel that you've earned the opportunity to be great in this business? Because you have. Look at all those people that has come to help you for your video. 
mm. all from DC that like heard that you wanted to get down and there's like Leek, we down with you. Mm. Why do you think that you earned that? What part of your life do you think that you said to yourself, man, this was the turning point. I go from wanting things to earning things. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I like work so hard, I don't even be noticing the things that I deserve, you know what I mean? Yeah. And somebody just told me today, cause I was telling, um, I was telling my brother today and I'm like, I'm not very good at accepting compliments mm-hmm. it's like, that's because you feel like you didn't you don't earn the compliments but you work you self-sabotaging yourself you work very hard yeah. you can accept your compliments so uh i'll be honest like right now i'm just getting really used to just actual support yeah I, I know i had support but i the feeling of it because i've trapped myself working so much is like so um to feel like i earned it though i i'm i'm, I'm feeling like i earned it now and I look back at some things that my accolades and some things that are coming up. Um, I got an EP coming up with Zaytoven, five to seven songs. And I got two more songs coming out. I got, I mean, two more videos. I got two or three songs with Young Bird. So um, now I feel like I earned it now. I feel like it's my time. I feel like I worked, worked hard enough for years to perfect, just to perfect my craft. So I definitely feel like I earned it now. Uh, I think it's getting simple. Yeah, you got to swag like you earned it too. And not not in a way that is overzealous, but in a way that, like I said, people just want to be with you. You know, you exude that, that I'm not going to ask you to do something that I'm not willing to do. That's what earns, that's the translation between giving something being handed to you. And I'm not saying that ain't nice. I mean, who wouldn't want something handed to them? But something Mm. about earning it, just like you were saying, it gives you that confidence to know that you deserve to be in the room. I deserve to get help. And I'm willing to do more work to continue to earn things. Yeah. Yeah. You did your thing, man. Because like I told you, I looked at your old stuff all the way till to what you're doing now. And man, I've just seen your growth. I've seen the way that you just have come out your shell so much. Because earlier on, it wasn't that your lyrics wasn't good or whatever else like that. It's all in, in your body language. Yeah. You know? Yeah, That's what it was. I just wasn't. Like you said, I wasn't focused. I wasn't into. I wasn't too deep into it. Now, like now, it's like this is something I gotta do. This is something I love. Yeah. I had to realize that this is something I love. You know, it's something I want to take care of my family with. So I got treated like it's a you know a nine to five job. Like I gotta go in there like I'm depending on this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you getting down like that. And you know what, Little League? I think that sets us up nicely to go to the grill. Let's burn some stuff up, man. Let's burn some stuff up. Because I've been rocking with you, man. And I wanted to put on the grill sharp hours. You're killing it. You're killing it, you and Zay man. I was uh, checking out your Instagram. And uh, I guess y'all was doing a session or something and you was like shark hours. I said, you know what? That's what I'm throwing on the grill. Me and Leek, we gonna talk about shark hours. 
because it's so funny. While I was thinking about shark hours, I said, you know what? Let me research what truly shark hours are. So do you know what time the shark hours are when it was the best time to see them and when they be chilling? To be honest, no. Okay. I don't know when the best time, but I say shark, I say shark hours, uh, uh, meaning like, I'm like the, the biggest, youngest shark. Like, where I'm from, like, uh, this is shark hours. Like, shark, sharks swim and eat all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, that's what I'm here to do. When I'm with Zayta, we swimming and we eating all day. You know what I mean? We working all day. So if you ain't a shark or, you know, you can't, you ain't going, you're not going to swim and you going to, that's just, you can't be around right now. Yeah, yeah, you you smell that blood in the water, see? Yeah, and you bro. think it's little leagues time, and I'm fitting yeah. to get it. So you on the shark hours, shocks, man? You on them shark hours? But like yeah. I said, I had this research on sharks because I like to do this comparison of because we are so good in our culture, dude, of taking like words and creating a whole nother get down for it. Right, we right, never right. get credit for it, yo. So it's like shark hours was cool to me. So I said, no, what is shark hours? Like, so for like <laughs> great white shark, shark hours is between 4 p.m. and 9 a.m. Glad you tell me that. So I'm gonna drop by a tape between 4 p.m. and 9 p.m. Shark hour. <laughs> Cause you're a great white man. So I thought about yeah. it. And I said, let me ask, what time do you and Zaytoven be getting together for? When do you come in the studio? What's your studio hour? Uh, so with Zaytoven, he in the A, of course. I'm in DC. So when I'm That's in the right. A, when I'm in the A, we get in there early. I like I like early sessions. I like to record early. Like that's when I feel like I'm at my most energetic. Yeah. Like. From, if we can record from like 12 to like 5 to 6. I mean, I record any time of the day. Don't be wrong, but those is my favorite hours to come in daytime. And then in the A, the, our studio is, is is nice, but um in the back, it's no windows. Uh -oh. So I like to come out and see the daylight too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, still see day. I don't like to go in from, from daylight and leave out at nighttime. I like to come in and see come out and still have a you know, good best time. I might go outside to do something. Yeah, yeah. And what is it about like no studios have no windows? You notice no clocks be around. So right, like if right. you're paying for your studio time, you don't know how long you got. They just eating right. up on that money. But <laughs> it's almost as if, you know, when you get in the studio, you don't want all of those pressures of how long, how much you paying and all of that. You gotta just be free, man. So what is like a vibe like with you in the studio? Like, do you like the lights mm -hmm. off? Uh, what, what kind of vibe do you like to create a uh, little leak when you record? I definitely like the lights dim. Mm -hmm. Candles. Um, I'm not really a guy too much on like a lot of sound, <laughs> like a lot of too many different sounds clogging my head. Like I drive, when I drive in the car, I, I don't even listen to music, to be honest, I just have it on silent. But in the studio, I'd like a real calm. Mm -hmm. um, some people say like, if you're not a person that's, cause I'm serious about it, like, so I might be in there like retaking, redoing something like a hundred times, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I would tell people like, look, if you're not, if you, if you, come for some fun entertainment it's gonna be cool for a second but it gets a little boring because i'm in here perfecting this like i'm in here going over stuff so I, it's no majority of the time it's real calm um smoky candles 
and chill. I like I normally go for a lot of chill beats at first. Wax on, wax off just been so hard that it just yeah. that session was different though. That session was like a party almost when we was recording that. That session was like 15, 16 people, you know, but opposed to like the song I'm about to drop and video that's coming out on the fifth of November that we've been talking about. I had uh it was a chill session, like five of us, some candles and that's it. Put the TV on, put some monster trucks on the TV some neon lights and maybe purple or dark blue or red and just getting a vibe. Yeah, that vibe is everything in the studio. And it, it's like a lot of times you go in there, you might not even lay that song that you came in to work on because it's like, it's, it's a vibe. You got to kind of talk about it, be about it, see a couple people feel about it, turn the lights down. Like you were saying, light the candles, am I feeling it? You know, all of these, it's, it's like before you start your car up, you like, do I got enough oil? You know, it's my car wash. You know what I mean? Like you got to get everything right before you go down, you know, and lay down your best stuff. Water. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. You do the tea with the lemon and honey or what? Yeah, I I do uh, tea, lemon and honey. Occasionally I might drink some coffee in the morning. Yeah. Occasionally, if I have an early session, like 12 or 1, I might drink a coffee. I might drink a ribble, but I always have some tea. I like the Tazo tea. Oh yeah, the Tazo tea is really good. You're listening to Tazo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you hit that enlightenment. <laughs> yeah, they listening. <laughs> you know, that's some good stuff. But you know, also what's really crazy is that, you know, to catch a, a, a great white shark, a good thing, the best bait to have on your reel is a fish called a bonita fish, which bonita is pretty right. Spanish. So I said, right. hmm, there's always ladies in the studio. Yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Look, that sounds about right. It's a, a male, like a, a, somebody falling for a pretty girl, take them all the way out the game. Yeah, don't it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, boy, the Bonita fish up in the booth. Bonita. Yeah, Bonita. I was like, man, this is crazy, like the comparisons of that. And then they said the second best fish to have on the hook is a fish called the ladyfish. It's all ladies. That's what I'm saying. Y'all can't do it without us is what it's saying, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So how does the ladies add to the atmosphere in the studio? Uh, me, I, I really don't like too many ladies in the studio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know I have like someone special, mm-hmm. my, my friend, my friend, the happiest special person, or my you know. But I don't really like too many n- new people in the studio. First. Yeah, like I'm not really that into a lot of new people. Like I, when I'm in the studio, especially not no new ladies. Like uh, I'm. I, I can't be looking here, here. Then I, it's not that I, I want to be worried about what they saying or anything. It just me. It just throws my focus off. Yeah. A lot of new faces in the studio. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, we always keep it gangster. You know, the ladies. You know, we there to always. I mean, something about women. I'm, I'm a woman. I mean, women. Y'all set the vibe right though, for sure. Yeah, but at, at the end of the day, though, we don't never want to focus off of us either. So it's that balance. It's like, look at me. Like I'm here. I need to be seen up in here. You know. So placating that 
we're trying to record a record is always a, a tricky thing. Like you said, if you ain't, you know, you rocking with your significant other, which I'm happy to hear that because that means you focus, man, and you winning. You know, you need some some person, that special person that's feeding into you, you know, and you feeding into them to really keep it moving forward. So I'm glad you ain't all over the place. Just your music don't sound like it either. So I appreciate. <laughs> man, you just a shark, man. You a shark. And I just think that, you know, we did justice with shark hours, man. It's like you and your producer and y'all idea shark hours was just so compelling to me. I had to con con period to studio time and the fact that you are a shark and you smell blood in the water and you are going after it and you getting what belongs to you Lee. and and i'm happy about that i like to see new artists just get in there and be about their business and i've been just on a ramp page to get new artists you know like don't be too busy for me new artists Never. i need y'all to come to the place because what's going to be so cool is like when we look back at this little leak and you see how much even further you grew you know and and that's what is here man i'm here for the culture i'm here for the new artists and i'm here for the get down and you good at what you do man and i'm just so happy that we had a chance to get down and really get over these shark hours. So I think that uh, we need to take the shark hours off the grill. We burnt it up. <laughs> shark in the house. Lovely. So let me know who is your top five in hip hop right now and why? I'm just curious. Uh, right now or ever? Like who my favorite ever or right now? Like in the game oh, right whatever now. one's comfortable to you, because there might not be a lot right now. And I need you to give me five. Well, you know, they could be ones that influence you and one that you okay. kind of cool with because they doing something different. Okay. Now my favorite artist ever is Lil Wayne. Yeah. Lil Wayne. To me, you know, everybody has their own opinions who's the greatest rapper ever. To me, I say Wayne. Right. Why you say Wayne? Um, when I was growing up, Wayne was my, like, that's what I grew up listening to. Yeah. I, it's like, I could say Michael Jordan, the best basketball player, but honestly, I never really could watch or live the Michael Jordan era because that was the eighties and mm -hmm. early nineties, but, and I was born late nineties, but, um, Wayne, that's who I grew up on. So right. that's just like, that's just who I connected to first. That's just, I feel like it's, then when I listen to it, just Wayne, Wayne is so great. Like you, Wayne has some crazy metaphors. His he do. Adversity, the way he switches everything up is just his struggle. It was, he definitely inspired me to rap. Yeah, that's good. Lil Wayne is the truth. I, I like him too. Who you got um, next? I like Biggie. Yeah, I love Biggie. But I like big, big dudes. So, you know, you're <laughs> any lyrically gifted. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love like Biggie. I love Pac. I love uh -huh. Easy. Those are my next three, like Biggie, Pac, and Easy. Just because it was so raw. Like, mm -hmm. they kind of inspired Easy. Easy E definitely, I don't even know a whole lot of Easy E songs, but the songs that I do know and did, they all inspired me just of him being herself and that was one of the inspirations too with wax on like just being raw just saying what it is you know and forcing you to accept 
how I'm feeling or what I'm going through. And that's kind of why I picked up from those just first four. And I, I put Drake at five because Drake is Drake. Drake is just good. He's he's good. <laughs> yeah, he is good. I like his stuff too. Because I like how eager he's he got an ego, but then he got another side. He got a nice balance between being a yeah. huge ego and being like a humble regular Level dude. boy. Yeah. 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 So I, I always love with Drake. And then Drake is just every song he can he sings, he raps. Def so those those five people definitely influenced my music like all the way like if i was just to base my music around five people would be there yeah yeah and i wanted to ask you being that you said easy e is one of your favorites did you have a chance to check out his documentary that his daughter uh eb did at all catch any of that on we tv to be honest i don't watch regular tv okay like i i rarely be catching regular tv i rarely catch it yeah and um I try to catch my shows though. I try to catch a couple of those shows, you know. Yeah. Hour, you know. I try to be. I try to stay up with them, but I, I rarely catch regular TV like that. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. You should check it out. There's some facts I, in there since he's, you know, your guy or whatever. Because the documentaries, we get a chance to learn a lot about the artists behind the scenes. So I always I, make sure. I check out the documentaries like Biggie's and just the different. I think I seen Biggie documentary. I seen Wayne Nino Brown documentary. Mm -hmm. I seen like all the Pac stuff and all Biggie and Pac stuff, like all that stuff. I did. went through all the stories, war stories, yeah. beef stories, stories. I didn't seen like all that. And then um, my father, uh, what's the guy name? He just passed. Don't let me let me get out to my. Him, but that's my father's close friend mm -hmm. and i had a chance to talk with him um chucky thompson oh yeah Things, but um, great. he's a good great friend of our family mm -hmm. um so my dad was doing some business with him but i had to talk with him and i had a chance to ask him all the questions about biggie that i ever wanted to ask wow. oh. <laughs> and it was, it was definitely a great experience and it definitely showed me some things that I could, I, I picked myself up doing mm -hmm. that I was like, wow, I might be destined for greatness. Like, not just saying that, but like some things that I see that, that, that these real rappers is doing, like, yeah. like Big, like, okay. asking about his vibes in the studio. And um, it was, it, his vibes is different from mine, but you know, those days were different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but still, you got you you got some giants, you know. And in reference to Tupac, there's going to be a documentary called "Dear Mama" that's going to be coming out on FX Networks, and it's going to be about um, Tupac and his relationship with his mother. And I think it's going to be a great documentary. So be sure to look out for that. I think we're going to learn a lot about Tupac and the complexity between his music and his relationship with his mom. You know, um, so I'm looking forward to really, really checking that out. And so I'll probably shoot you a text or an email or something like, Lil Leak, this is when it's coming on, just so you could check it out since he's one of the giants in your top five. And I yes. love your top five. And <laughs> lastly, I just want to ask you how we can be down with your movement. Tell us your Instagram, your website, you know, what's going on. So we can. So my Instagram is, <laughs> my Instagram is Lil Leak, L E E K. Uh, L-I-L-E-E-K 202 Lil Leak mm -hmm. and you can find Wax On Wax All the video on YouTube 
and vivo.com and uh track song you can get that on any streaming platform uh itunes google play amazon spotify pandora freezer title it's about like at least 20 to 30 different sites yeah that's um, good stuff you can basically google it totally wax on wax off it'll come up yeah yeah be sure you guys that y'all check out that wax on wax off malik is killing it in there and it's so enjoyable and it's so great for your mental health right now <laughs> you know ain't no guns popping off we washing cars and creating legacies you know yeah. and i want to go back to the quote little leak because i think it just set us up so nicely and it came from you man and i wanted to ask you about it but i pray you judge me by my heart and not my mistakes what does that mean to you real quickly in a couple words um i just feel like everybody has made mistakes in their life um and some people are quick to judge you know what I mean? Yeah. I for one that I could just I could just I was just say just me personally from past experience, like I may have done some things to make people quick to judge or think of me any kind of way. Um, but I would say like judge me off what you know, like don't don't judge me off this and that. Judge me off what you know, how good I've been to you, how loyal I treated you. So right. That's what I kinda mean by that, cause I feel like everybody has a heart or a good heart, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even what they say that the devil had a halo, like he threw his he threw his halo in the trash, you know. So I feel like you could judge me from what you know, you know, you know my genuine, how genuine I am, and you know how I am. You could judge me from that or not by mistakes. And I, whatever mistakes I did, it was mistakes for whatever reason was going on. And mistakes I learned, you know, you learn from mistakes. Yes, you do. Just like you learned through your craft how to be better. So you earned it, my man. You earned it. And I just, man, to the audience, thanks so much for tuning in today. What a great interview today. So excited about it. Make sure that you subscribe, comment, like, share. Check out our website at www.rappersinmybackyard.com. We're streaming on all platforms. So if you don't want to see our lovely smiles that me and little leak is rocking, then listen to us because we are dropping nuggets here at Rappers in the Backyard. We're about new artists and starting with them on their journey. And I want to say special thanks to you, Little League, for bringing your spirit into the backyard, your honesty, and like I said, and just sharing with us about you and, and what you're trying to do in your music. We sincerely appreciate it. And thank you to you. What'd you say? <laughs> I want to say thank you to you for, you know, having me on here. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. And to our guests out there who want to be on the show, make sure that you drop us a line at our website. If you are interested, you're an artist and you're serious about this thing, make sure you check out the website and fill out a guest request. And then we take it from there. Y'all know I'm 100% good and real about what I do. So with that being said, let's talk, express, relate, and connect next Sunday at two. You know we earned it over here, did we, Lee?
Yes, yes. So we out of here. We'll see you guys next week. Hang with me for a second. We wrap about relationships.